Welcome to Community in Arabic, a podcast show sponsored by Lipton Yellow Label. We'll be chatting with successful Arabs in the U.S. and Canada and learning about their journey and how they positively impact their community. We are your hosts, Malik Abdul-Samad and Anwar Gibran. مرحبا واهلا وسهلا فيكم بحلقه جديده من كوميونتي بالعربي برعايه لبتون شايل علامه الصفراء بشرفني اليوم نستضيف الاستاذ نبيل كرباتيان الاستاذ نبيل هو مهاجر من سوريا اجى تقريبا من 30 سنه بالثمانينات على امريكا وهي ستارتد ان اميزنج بزنس ان ذا امبورتنج اند and 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 distribution of of amazing uh, uh, ethnic products from the middle east uh, south america and and all over the world um rahafik ustad nabil welcome to the show thank you rahafik uh, thank you for uh, having me on your uh, on your show yeah absolutely thank you for taking the time so um you're an immigrant from syria um you went through like an amazing immigration journey would love to hear a little bit more about your journey as an immigrant how you you know when did you leave and how did you leave syria and come here i born in damascus syria an old town of damascus which is uh, i i guess you know emaria emaria it's a it's a, a small it's a small town an old city it's identical if you have seen the show of Bab al-Hara, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's identical, it used to be the, the street, the shop, uh, the people, you know, uh, everything. It's like, as a matter of fact, they, they copy uh, Bab al-Hara from the Amari and those, those uh, small, uh, uh, old, old, uh, old city. And age 13, 14, I used to dream to come to the state, uh, used to listen to the song and uh, like English song like Tom Jones, uh, uh, Demis Russes, uh, uh, like Daddy Cool and so on. Anyhow, uh, after I served my army in the age, age uh, uh, 20, 25, 26, finally I, I, I made a decision and uh, I left my family, my friend, uh, my job, my all, all whatever I had. You know, I spent over there my uh, my teenage. It was beautiful, and I came uh, to the state. Uh, I believed in myself, and uh, I know that uh, I have a capability uh, to grow as an individual. I came, I came to the United States and uh, started my journey from scratch, not speaking a word of English. True. English And only I know like, uh, you know, handful, handful of people. I had, there was no family here, no nothing. So I have to start my journey by myself. The first month was very challenging and inconvenient because uh, everything was new for me. You know, I'm coming from a small city to a huge, big city. I couldn't even uh, open, that's true, I couldn't even open my, my own bank account. I couldn't even get the social security without help. At back then, in the 80s, uh, you used to get social security even if you're not a resident. Oh, okay. Uh, uh, yeah, uh, uh, I didn't, 
I can get my driver license. You know, I, I, I'm a driver. I know how to drive. We learn. I mean, even overseas, we know how to, to deal with driving and so on. But for the, for the written exam, three times, I don't have, I was driving here. I had a car, but no driver license. I have to, I have to, <laughs> I have to cheat to get, yeah. to, to pass the exam, the written exam and the driver license. And that's something I admit. <laughs> I, I, I recommend, don't, don't guys do it. <laughs> you know, when did you get your first job or what was your first job um, in, in the U.S.? Well, uh, after, after I, I'm here like two, three weeks, uh, I found a job in downtown L.A. So my, uh, I, I, learned, I learned jewelry in, in Damascus, Syria, you know, during the period before the army, after the army. I was good at it there. When I get to LA, uh, second, third week, I, I found a job with, with a friend help. So I found a job like a, 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 like a worker. Not even below the, the minimum uh, wage. So I said, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to work. Uh, I have to do it. Uh, so... I, I start uh, working uh, uh, with the jewelry uh, as a helper, repair, whatever. Uh, then I I start to know people and connect and uh, uh, you know communicate. I found a small corner in downtown LA, you know, where it's like a small manufacturer. I rented a table there. And I sat there and I was uh, working special order repair. The, the, the concept of the, of the tools in, in the state is different than the concept of the tool in Syria. Syria, it's an old, uh, it's, it's an old uh, basic, uh, you know, tools, everything by hand, everything manual. Here is different. So again, I have to, I struggle to, to blend and, and work with the, with the concept of the tool and the state, you know? So that's, again, uh, need effort and time. Yeah. Regarding school and learning English, how did you learn English and work at the same time? During working uh, in downtown, you know, daytime, night time, I enroll in, in, in a small college as... Uh, English, English as second language. And I, I start, you know, like I felt like I'm going back like 10 years old or eight years old, learning, taking, you know, homework. And, but I, 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 I did, I did uh, whatever I could so I can learn the English. Uh, and uh, I guess uh, we're, we're, I'm average with my English. I can, I can, uh, I can do well, uh, you know. You were working in the jewelry uh, and then uh, at one, uh, one day you thought, you know, I, uh, that's not what I like, right? It's, uh, you wanted to go um, and that led you into the, uh, the food and, uh, and food industry. Can you tell us uh, about this interesting story we talked about? 
Uh, oh yeah, when I, when I was working in the jewelry uh, industry, uh, I realized how limited uh, this industry. Uh, that that was not that wasn't enough for me. So I had uh, I had a vision and dream to find uh, a better opportunity for myself. Uh, I remember almost for the first three months. We used to eat Burger King, Burger King, Burger King, Burger King. <laughs> Burger King was good then. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that, was, that was good then. And affordable. <laughs> I was going to say affordable. Yeah, that was the, 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 the accessible uh, uh, food for young uh, immigrant uh, people, to be honest with you. When I used to go to the grocery store, I... Uh, struggle finding, you know, it's not like you guys today. You go, you buy, you find different brands. Of course, Taza is is always the go-to. <laughs> so there was there was like honestly there was like three, four a grocery store. One in Glendora, one in Culver City, which is like hours away from each other. One in North Hollywood, one in Glendale. So when I used to go to the grocery store. And I was looking for my ethnic uh, ethnic food. Uh, uh, there is no no coffee, pita bread, yani adob, khabz, you know, zghir, hummus with hine, alalbe kan wata. Almost really, really, that's uh, like three four dollars. Oh wow, three four dollars for hine in the in the eighties. Wow. At that time. Uh, uh, Tahini can local, it's not the grocery store. It's not like something that's what I want. Then I realized I can, I can, I can do something. I head back home. I went back to Syria. I took a big gamble and I sold my, uh, I sold my, 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 my small house. I got the money to afford a small shipment. I collected the shipment. I figured out what 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 the market here needs. I uh, <clears throat> I I shipped the good, put it in a container. Over there was easier because I know how is the exports gonna be. You know, I know it's 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 my country. So I was here like not even not even a year. So when I went back, I had everything. I still remember everything. Uh, what was the main items you first uh, brought in? You know, like Zatar. Oh, okay. Like yeah. yeah, exactly. That, that's, that's my... Amardin, uh, Bharat, you know. So I, I let the container go. I shipped the container. And then uh, I flew back here, you know, like 45 days. Uh, that, in that time, like 40, 45 days, 50 days later, a uh, container arrived. I didn't know what to do, how to do it. I didn't know how to clear the container. Uh, seriously, I was in downtown, you know, with a small, uh, uh, small, tiny corner. And I, every time I want to talk to the broker and I get somebody to help, please, can you transfer to me? Can you say this, say that, you know? I, I, I need a lot of help. I, I was all friend, you know? Uh, so a container arrived. I 
I didn't have even a storage to store it. I didn't know where to store it. Then I found like small, small storage in Glendale, Glendale uh, here around, uh, around LA. We got it clear. I was very happy. Perfect. You know, and uh, we got an appointment. They delivered they deliver the, the truck, supposed to deliver the container to Glendale. I went to Glendale. I have two people to help me. I load in the container. I was impatiently waiting and uh, waiting for that container to come here. My money come back, you know. I got my, my home back in the container, put it that way, because that worth it. How much is it? Of course, big gamble. Uh, I, <laughs> it is, it is, it is. So, no container, no batik, ma fishi, yeah. I swear, ma ajit container, right? At telephone, at payphone. And at that time, there was no communication, no internet, no cell phone, nothing. nothing. You know, you have to go to the payphone and try to, to figure out uh, what's going on. Anyhow, I went back to downtown around, around four or five o'clock evening. I, I got to, to my building, uh, uh, one of the security guard, which is I know because we work in the building in and out, you know, security guard sitting down on the, on the front, uh, front, front of the building, front of the elevator, whatever it is. He said, Mr. Caravetti, Mr. Caravetti, I said, what? He goes, uh, there was truck waiting for you here with a container blocking the road. Oh my God. The container was delivered but to downtown, not to Glendale. There's no storage in downtown. It's all building. You know, it's downtown. And uh, anyhow, we did the arrangement uh, for, the, for the second day. Uh, second day, I went back uh, to, uh, to Glendale. Uh, to, uh, I went back to Glendale to uh, unload the container. We unloaded the container. Everybody gone. I was sitting there. I was looking with the full of... Uh, uh, joy in my heart with a lot of joy and my heart looking at it I said oh my god it's under my roof it's it's I was so happy and pleased and I was thanking my god thank you god thank you god you made it for me so the second the second day when my journey when my journey started I started calling store in Glendale, in North Hollywood, Glendora, Culver City, and some other wholesalers. And you know, when I call them, hello, marhaba, kifak, you know, I was speaking Arabic to them. I'm not Arabic, I'm not Arabic English. So, andi hek, anna hek, anna hek. Really? Fakaruni, you know, excuse my language, BS, yani, you know. أجيب سامبل وتاع وجيب هذا يعني مستصغريني بالعربي الفصيح. Okay. Anyhow, I started. So until now, one of my first customer he still he's working with you exists as a customer as of today. Oh wow. I did, I did, I did delivery. I did loading, unloading. Invoicing, uh, uh, collecting, A to Z, one man show, by myself. Okay, so you know, 
after you did this, you went back home, grabbed the product, came here, you know, str struggled to find it, to figure your way around, no English, started selling it, you know. So you, you basically found your passion in the industry. And then you wanted to turn that passion into like a full-on business now that you have a proof of concept? Yes, uh, uh, as, as, my journey, as my journey continued, I found satisfaction and passion in this industry, which is the, the food industry. So I decided to pursue, I, so I decided to pursue it further and give it my full commitment. Great. I quit jewelry and I put all my time in, uh, to, the, to, the, to the new business where I, where I see and I saw it's a future. I returned back to Syria with my new knowledge, experience, to try to avoid whatever mistake happened in, a, in, a, in the beginning, and I start uh, my new journey. Now, now uh, when, uh, when did I start? In 1987, Carabetian import become an established uh, business. I was I was one of the first importer uh, to distribute ethnic uh, Middle Eastern product Great. with the large wholesalers around me. You know, there was like elephant, uh, tiger around me. They all were. Uh, they, 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 most of them wishing me to fail. They don't want me. You started mostly in uh, California area, and then you expanded. And, 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 and no, in general, uh, I used to. I was in contact with uh, some of the wholesalers in New York, in Chicago, in Detroit. So I was in contact with all these people, offering my product with the with the very very reasonable price. Uh, some of them uh, they were purchasing, and we established. They didn't know. I didn't uh, have a vision that Karabetian or Nabil, where he is going to be. So they thought, is okay, this guy bring a container and selling us 200 carton of this, 200 carton of that, and that's it. But uh, anyhow, that was, uh, <clears throat> I think they did the right thing. I did the right thing, but they didn't know how, how much my, uh, uh, my vision it's gonna, it's gonna uh, reach out. So uh, I started, the, I started the business uh, the hard way. Uh, again, no family, no support, uh, no guidance. Uh, I didn't know that's not my job. Yes. I didn't. <laughs> I was a jeweler again, and I didn't know about uh, you know. Uh, when 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 like someone's store or or uh, they came to like place an order in, in, in my small warehouse or something or they want to, they used to tell me where's your dad when Abu hala biji badi shwa hala biji badi shwa I swear to God <laughs> of course, along the way, uh, you learn as you go, you made mistakes, you adjusted, and you grow the business. Correct. Uh, I started out by importing uh, good from Syria and then uh, expanded to other countries, Lebanon, Jordan, Egypt, 
and uh, gradually to the far east, South America, uh, we got uh, everywhere. I, and I, I, I taught myself, I teach myself by myself, you know? And then when you get with, with somebody, you want to buy something from them, they will teach you. They will tell you, take this, don't take this, take this, uh, don't take that. Uh, I, I, uh, I made it the hard way. I start uh, bringing some other uh, people uh, a brand, uh, you know, uh, brand, brand, you buy, you know, different brand. Uh, I felt like I'm a prisoner for those people. Uh, they're, they have they have the upper hand. They have the upper hand. They want to control you. Oh, don't sell it expensive. Sell it cheap. Don't do that. Don't. When I used to do, I used to say, let's say we have to have a contract. Say, okay, hala, uh, you take it for uh, three uh, three months, six months, and later we'll talk about contract. What are you talking about six months? If I'm going to buy it for six months, meaning I'm going to put it in the market, I'm going to distribute it for you, I'm going to do the job for you. Whether you give me a contract, don't give me the contract. Anyhow, we started with, with several items, uh, different branding, different different brands. Like, anyhow, there's a lot of uh, international brand name uh, in the, in, the, in the market, as you see, if you, if you do shopping. But I decide not to, not to. I decide not to. I don't want to uh, deal with other brands. I still have some. They're very loyal. We have a long-term contract. Uh, we're doing very well. And they're, they're, again, they're straightforward. They're loyal. And we grow together. So my first uh, ever uh, brand label uh, was Noor, named after my late uh, mother. Uh, the brand did not do well due to uh, lack of experience. Uh, but I took, it, I took it as a learning uh, experience. Uh, I didn't give up. Uh, uh, and that is why it continued to grow. Keep, I, I, I continue to grow. Uh, uh, keep in mind uh, uh, time. Uh, at that time, there was other bigger uh, wholesaler trying to throw me out. Again, like, like they were big, big. You know, they, they were trying to push me out of the market. But uh, uh, here I am. Uh, second, uh, started second brand in 1997, uh, uh, our uh, flagship brand, Taza, took off. Taza started. Uh, that's actually, uh, if I can jump in there, that's actually really, a really interesting point and an and interesting learning point that, uh, uh, that you are ahead of all the market by starting your private label. Because as we know now, uh, branding and your, your private label, uh, uh, that's the thing that's going to last. And that's the thing that's going to compete with other commodities. So if you stayed as commodity, of course, we know food is commodity unless you have a brand and a strong brand uh, that is yours. So, uh, so great, uh, you know, great starting in, in the 90s and uh, you were ahead of all the curve 
especially now with the with the social media and and all that having your own brand and your own private label uh, that give you a lot of advantage and a lot of um, power in the market don't yeah. you agree that's that's uh that's true. Uh, uh, even though we, we chose the name uh, Taza, Taza, you know, it's mean fresh. Uh, uh, it, it was also like a fresh start uh, for us too. Mm -hmm. So where is the brand today? Where is the Taza brand today? On Taza took off, uh, we started small and gradually grow and expand. I... I started with a limited product line, then gradually added product from a, a different different region, from different different places of the world. Yani, yani, uh, uh, if you need, uh, let's say, sardine, sardine has to be from Morocco. If you need tuna, tuna has to be from Thailand. So every item, they got to be from a right country, right place, right town. Anyhow, uh, uh, at, at, at that time, my team uh, started to grow as well. Uh, uh, and with their, with their support, we were able to uh, gradually expand and reach more markets. So Taza uh, existing now... Uh, on, on, on every every single uh, market uh, you can uh, you can see Taza in every kitchen and every pantry yes. absolutely you open your closet you open your your uh, your pantry you open your uh, what do you call it uh, uh, anything in your kitchen you will find something Taza trust me the the part of the foundation was the employee too help to grow the company. I have, we have in our company, some employee, they've been here for 25 years, some of them 20 years, some of them 15 years. They're like a family. They're friend, family, somebody you see every day. It's so beautiful to have the same people and, and you consider them uh, friend and family. Uh, imagine when, when, when you know someone, your friend for 20, 25 years, that's been how much we are loyal to each other. Absolutely. So uh, today, Caribbean import uh, and family owned, and uh, today, Caribbean remain a family owned and operating business. Every everyone that work uh, with us is considered family. We are a team that dedicated to more than just a profit. So we, we, it's, it's, not, it's, not all about, it's not all about money. So we have, we have the duty to our community to preserve our culture and keep us all connected. Uh, as a company uh, at Taza, uh, would love to, to hear uh, your mission for the future. Uh, uh, before we talk about the mission, uh, I, I want to mention that uh, uh, each item we import uh, is a project. I did mention that before. Uh, it's a project on its own. It can take some time between a month to two months, three months. And uh, we always keep in mind that uh, our family 
they're the first to try the item. My kids, okay, they are the first to sample and taste the item before I put it in the market or launch it to the market. Before anybody's kids uh, eat it or anyone. So I, I, I want to make sure that we are a thousand, hundred percent or thousand percent guarantee. The Taza brand and our, our, our mission, it became in, uh, centralized in the dining table, whether dinner, breakfast, or, 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 or getting in the middle of the family and glue, glue the family. See, so this is how we see ourselves, you know, in every, in every table. Well, uh, we, we, we deliver the feeling of being home from home. You know, sometimes people, sometimes people, they, they, they arrive here, they're, they're, they're bringing with them, you know, two pounds of za'atar, two pounds here. And sometimes, you know, they ask me, oh, jibna za'atar, jibna I said, why? Why, Habibi, we got it all. And even sometimes, our husband overseas, I swear to God, sometimes our product, cheaper than go buy ba'lawa from Lebanon. Yeah. That's, that's definitely a great mission. So I, I want I want to go back to focus a little on the business itself, and you know when COVID started, it really disrupted our lives in every way possible. So how was your business impacted by COVID, and what did you guys do to deal with it and to, to adjust and to serve the community through? Yeah, that was that was a hard part. That was uh, struggling uh, uh, when the pandemic arrived to the state. We had no idea. We all, uh, honestly we have no idea what to expect. It was a very challenging time uh, for the for the all food industry. Uh, many businesses and people uh, they are they're all protected at at home. So people sitting home now. It was a chaos. Uh, we weren't sure if we will be able to continue serving our community. At that time. We were working seven days, almost sometimes 16, 15, 14, 16 hours, uh, you know, seven days a week, 16, almost 16 hours uh, a day. Uh, uh, take a risk and our employee taking a risk. So we'll be able to provide food on the table for the families, for our community. Uh, we weren't sure if we could replace. We finished the rice. Uh, we finished the food. We fin- those the main the main uh, hot item during the COVID because people you know they're sitting home, breakfast, lunch, dinner, blah 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 blah, and even the market was empty shelf. So we weren't we. We weren't sure that I'm gonna replace uh, this product. I'm gonna have refill uh, my uh, my warehouse or not? We start calling overseas. The, the COVID it's it's worldwide, you know. Haida short, haida adim bil haida So we 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 still we continue to serve the market and uh, we were loyal to our to our customer. Uh, everyone. Everyone raised the price. Yes. We did not take advantage. We did not uh, 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 do uh, mon- mon- monopolize, you know, the item. We were giving uh, 
we were giving the product with the same price, not even a penny. Supplier, uh, raw material, shipping, uh, trucker, you know, everybody, everything went up. We kept our prices. Okay, now, the goals for the future in terms of uh, Taza brand and uh, Carabetian import? Uh, the, uh, the goals for the future in five or ten years? That's a, that's a fun part. Yes. That, that, that's a fun part. <laughs> I have five kids. Alhamdulillah. Uh, three, three of them, they are voluntarily involved in the business. I never ask any of my kids, uh, Gary, Isabel, or Victoria, come work for me. So uh, the kids, they want to bring the business up to the next level. Okay, with their uh, uh, education and uh, learning experience, uh, my kids are going uh, to bring the business up to the next level with a new uh, concept, an idea that will uh, upgrade to the next uh, generation to come. Uh, we are already thinking of uh, the future of Arab generation as well. Uh, and how to keep them connected. This is, this is important for us. I mean, our, our community, they have to be connected. They have to, uh, uh, you know what, when we have Syrian uh, food and we have, we're bringing Egyptian food, we're bringing Lebanese food, even though it's connected, it's Taza on the table. So th- this is one of our, uh, our mission. So, uh, just to know, nasihtak. For the new generation, uh, your advice if they want to start their business and grow uh, in the U.S. I, 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 uh, my advice, nasihti, if you wanted to grow, you need to be honest, first of all, to to yourself and to the people, uh, and and loyal and straightforward. So uh, we don't, we don't, uh, we don't love food awaran. Or we don't, you know, uh, uh, cut corner here, cut corner there. You know, uh, part of our 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 successful is we pay the full price. We pay the full price for the item, so they can deliver to you the right thing, the right ingredient. If we we want to cut corner left or right, you will see different uh, ingredient. Some other brand in the market, maybe they are, they are less priced than Taza, but when you take it home, you, you, you don't feel good. You don't, you, you feel, uh, that's, not, that's not what you want, you know? So don't cut corner, be loyal, pay your bills. <laughs> yeah. Of course. Yeah. Don't, uh, you know, this, this, is, this is very, very important. Uh, you can you can say anything, but when you pay your bill, everybody give you respect. That's that's really amazing, and you know we, we thank you very much for taking the time, and we look forward to meeting in person. I thank you, I thank you uh, very much, and uh, I I wish you always with the success with Najah. Inshallah, you grow, and we will see you uh, on the screen, even on the big screen. Thank you for tuning in. We hope you enjoyed the episode. Please visit our website to vote for your favorite story. And don't forget to follow us on social media and subscribe to our podcast.